Greetings, comrades, and welcome to the Eastern Border. You see, I, I really wanted to make an episode about Tatiana Zdanok, because, um, well, maybe those of you who are in my Discord, you'll be, um, well, maybe not surprised, just like nobody in Latvia is, that turns out that our member of Euro Parliament, who was against Latvian language and voted uh, against the support of Ukraine, had been funded by the by, by Putin's government for a long time already. Wow. Her name is Tatiana Zdanok, by the way. And that requires a bit of research in her an explanation because this was probably the least um, the least surprising thing that uh, I had uh, had actually read lately and and noticed. However, however, uh, that's gonna come later on because I we have things to do today. But before we but before we finish up on on some of the stuff, I wanted to talk about some truly insane things because you know there are there are sometimes things which I just spot during this war. And they just happen that are so insane that Tatnus Danok can wait until the evening because these two things are so separate and different that I kind of can't publish them in a single episode. You see, in the occupied Kadyevka, which is technically the so called Luhansk People's Republic, former fighters of the Wagner of the Wagner Group assigned to the 331st Guards Parachute Regiment of the Russian Ministry of Defense, well, um, they found out that some local residents were selling drugs to the military. And they independently detained them, interrogated them, and brought to the investigative committee of Ulgansk these local residents. And, and apparently, among the detainees, there was a traffic police officer. And the following, well, in the following news segment, Everything is beautiful, as we like to, to say sometimes. Or in Russian, it says it sounds even better. Тут прекрасно все. Okay, so so buckle up. This is going to be a, a fun ride, so to speak. See, on January the 15th, these ex-Wagnerites stationed in the Bakhmut direction of the Berhovka area, they found some marijuana on their colleague. And by some, we mean kilos upon kilos of, like, organized crime levels of, of things. And probably not one of the, you know, probably not the only thing they found. So they forced him on camera. This, this is all on camera and filmed, but it's insane. Uh, they forced him to tell who he bought it from, after which they contacted the entire chain of the drug dealers of the local residents. The commander of the 2nd Assault Company of the 3rd Battalion of the 98th Division of the 33, 331st Regiment, Maxim Butorin, told the head of the Gulagunev Project, Vladimir Osechkin, yes, it went so bad that these guys have to speak with Gulagunev Project, the detail. Quote, We have a fighter in trouble with drugs. We began to find out where he got it, what he, what he actually got, and so on. And he said that he found the, it, it somewhere through a telegram channel, made an agreement, and the ta then the taxi driver brought him one bag for 15,000 rubles. The next day, we took this fighter and asked him to place an order. He placed an order, a taxi driver arrived, and bought the, bought the weed. We accepted it with all the cargo, searched the car, recorded everything on video. They have multiple, multiple recordings of, of all this happening. Then they found out from him uh, who was giving the weed to him, and it was a lot of weed. And there was a courier or supplier 
who on the day of this taxi driver's arrest was supposed to give him the amount of proceeds in the evening. And we took this taxi driver, went to transfer the money, and while transferring the money, we detained the man who supplied him. Then we started interrogating this supplier, courier, and he said that his godfather was giving him the drugs. The godfather, the supplier, turned out to be a traffic police officer. We also told the supplier to go to the to this so-called godfather and take another order of weed. He came out to him. His godfather told him to drive up. We come with him, arrest this godfather of, of this, uh, you know, the traffic police of, of this organized crime group in Luhansk and conduct the search. He gives us the weight, the load, and tells us everything. On camera, no less. We pick them up and take them to our base in the Stakhanov. Now, now, in any normal country, you know, the military notices that someone's been selling drugs to the military. They find out who it is. And, like, even if it's, even if it's weed, um, yeah, like, pretty sure that even if it, if, if it would be made legal, yeah, a war zone is not a place where you're, you can't even drink beer there or anything. You can drink it during your off time, but this is, like, front lines, hardcore war. Yeah, bad stuff. <laughs> um... What do you think would happen in a normal country? Probably these guys would get some medal, uh, some sort of ward, uh, the guilty parties would be arrested, this would be an investigation, after all, a, a kind of a, a person in the traffic police is involved, that's a big mess. But this is Russia we're talking about. Even worse, this is the so-called Luhansk People's Republic. So now, now everything gets, gets beautiful. You see, one of the main traffickers of marijuana. And again, I report this all is on video, and, and this is just amazing. One of the main traffickers of weed turned out to be the junior lieutenant of a separate special battalion of the Luhansk People's Republic State Traffic Safety uh, Department, Alexander Makartsev. To get information from the detainee, the military beat him, threatened to shoot him, and, 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 sh and to threaten to shoot him and, and shoot all these people in the legs, like... Because this is just crazy. <laughs> and the Wagnerites, after finding out about all this all this situation, decided not to hand over the Makartsev and the others to the local security forces because, quote, they were afraid that everything would be hushed, hushed up at the local level. But so they decided to wait for the FSB and the military police officers straight from Moscow. However, however... However, this, and this is, this is beautiful. Their statements were just blatantly ignored by the FSB. Just, just ignored. They refused to sign the documents. The military handed over to the security forces everything they could find about the supply chain, the participants in this chain, and they were going to hand over the collected material evidence, the cars of the detainees, the money they took from them, and drugs, and the video material. But the security forces, the FSB guys, just refused to sign the protocol of the transfer of evidence. And everything goes even more insane after that, you see. After the capture of these drug dealers, the military, these Wagner guys, these ex-Wagner guys who are trying to solve something, do something useful about the Russian army, you know, they're, they're actively trying. Never try to do anything, never try to prove anything in Russia. It's going to fail and you're going to suffer for it. Oh, my. So, <laughs> so these guys began to be threatened with arrest themselves. And the leadership of the Ministry of Internal Affairs of the so-called Lugansk People's Republic demanded the release of the detainees and hushing up the case of drug sales. 
because they they said they, they they for some reason thought like thought or just blatantly lied about Wagnerites themselves doing this. And while these paratroopers from Wagner Group were trying to get a response from Moscow, their base was surrounded by sober special soldiers, the Russian National Guard. Sober are the most elite troops Russia has. And they just surround these Wagnerites who have literally all the evidence, everything got tape and with all all the materials. And they're surrounded like they were the most like craziest terrorists on the planet ever. The Rosgvardia even involved. The military investigation department and the police. It turned out that the case was opened against these guys for kidnapping of an employee of the Ministry of Internal Affairs of this Luhansk People's Republic at the request of his wife. His wife doesn't even know what he does. The Wagnerites, well, tried to be reasonable people, kind of sensible, and then explained that they were holding this guy, right, in order to later hand him over to law enforcement agencies who just ignored them and then tried to shoot them and arrest them instead. They believed that the criminal case against them was fabricated by the senior officials of this Luhansk People's Republic, who, by the way, also quite likely are involved in supply of drugs or are just simply covering up for them. As a result... <laughs> And this is just, this is just beyond stupid. As a result of negotiations, with the participation of, of the commanders, the very high-ranking guys of the 331st Regiment, representatives of the main directorate of the general staff of, of the FSB and, and everything, the Wagnerites handed over traffic police inspector Alexander Makartsev and his accomplices to the deputy head of the OSB, the Operative Special Battalion of Ministry of Internal Affairs, one person named Yevgeny Afandasov. They, they, they just, you know, they did the dumb thing. They did the dumb thing, which Prigozhin did, but you know they're Wagnerites. They also did the stupidest, dumbest thing ever they believed Putin's representatives. <sighs> never never believe this. Like, Russia's always got to kick her in the balls, son. It's, it's just so stupid. After this, the servicemen themselves voluntarily which makes them extra dumb, came to the military investigation department where they were detained themselves in accordance with Articles 91-92 of the Code of the Criminal Procedure of the Russian Federation. Before going to this voluntary prison sentence, they also did the, the most dumbest thing you could do, part two, the revenge. They recorded a video message <laughs> to the head of investigative committee, Alexander Bastrykin, in which they described the current situation and asked to pay attention to it. But I can already tell you nothing is going to happen. It's all beyond dumb. And at this point, believing anything Russia says is, I don't know, like, whenever some Western source just uses Russian Ministry of Defense or any Russian figure of authority as an actual source, without mentioning that, yeah, this is probably lies, just, just don't believe them. This is all stupid. So in Telegram, uh, from, from Telegram and from, from various reports, we know we, like, we have a quote from this, what happened next to them. And all of this is on videos, too. It's insane. Quote, We recorded an appeal to Bastrykin so that he would pay attention to such lawlessness on the part of the high command. Pro tip, he totally fucking won't. They turned a blind eye to obvious crimes, brushed off their own, and immediately arrested us for stopping it. We had a dialogue with this investigator, and I told him directly, the fact that this scum is putting us on the front line here and poisoning the boys with his, in, in, in the, with this marijuana, salt, and, 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 coca and cocaine, and heroin, all these stuff, and the guys then die from them. And, and those who remain in positions, they start rushing around here. We came and defend our territory, the interests of the state, and instead of spreading... You know, uh, in, instead of, you know, spreading and uh, instead of stopping the spread of rot, 
on these drug dealers, you suppress us. He posted further in, in, in the, the uh, he got a response from this guy, you know, from, from, from all of this stuff. Uh, from the company commander Butorin responded to this very self-conscious Wagnerite quote. And this is the commander responding to Wagnerite. <clears throat> quote, Consider me either shit or bastard, but I'll put you, in, put you in jail and I won't let anyone offend me. That's the whole conversation. In addition, <laughs> the Wagnerites, dumb as they are, uh, I don't even pity the idiots. They, they're, they're scumbags, all, all of them, but they're so fucking dumb. They recorded several more video messages. The, the insider, by the way, uh, who I use as a primary source here, but Michael Naki spoke about this, and there are many sources. Because again, if you Google up videos on this, you will find lots of videos. Really, a lot of them. All of this is documented. They recorded more videos, the, and they were geolocated, and, and the, the authenticity was verified because they were filmed in the medical center north of the carriage factory in the occupied Kadyevka. It was just crazy. Investigators of the armed forces of this united group, these they, they these guys charged seven paratroopers. These seven dudes who got this got this uh, drug dealer guy on hand under Part Four, Article One Hundred and Sixty Two on the Criminal Code of the Russian Federation for a robbery against the traffic police officer of the Ministry of the Internal Affairs of the so-called Lugansk People's Republic. They charged them with fucking robbery of this Alexander Vakartsev and his acquaintances, all of whom are organized crime unit that literally sell drugs. Now they are in a temporary detention center in Lugansk, and apparently <laughs> we even have their call names and their call signs, which are provided by the, the guy who made Gulag Unyet Project, Vladimir Rosechkin. And they're also, like, quite funny. We have Stepanenko Anton Yurievich, call signed Maina. Then we have Dyanokov Konstantin Alexeyevich, Dementyev Vladislav Sergeyevich, Korguchanov Ilya Valerievich, Nababkin Stepan Vitalievich, Kalashnikov Vadim Alexandrovich, uh, call signed Pirit, and Streltsov Vasily Vasilievich, call signed Siaber. And this is beyond dumb. The company commander, Batorin himself and his colleagues, went to Moscow to seek help from higher authorities there. According to, to him, he has already received threats in this regard also. Quote, We just left in the morning and immediately they started calling us because someone leaked that we flew to Moscow to resolve this issue. They are afraid that the generals in Moscow will make a noise about something. And then they started moving and set conditions for the police officer. If we are not there by 10 tomorrow, then we will be put on the wanted list. I say, tell, tell me I don't give a damn. We'll now get some support and come back with it. Vladimir Sechkin, the guy of the Gulagunet, told uh, the insider that this, and I agree with him completely, this situation has surpassed the reality of the trashiest fucking films. And there's even more news about this. Qu I'm quoting Sechkin here. The prisoners with, their, with the guns in their hands bro brought the drug dealing cop to his knees. This, of course, is an absurdity that has never happened before. Obviously, there are more situations like this to come. And the fact that the FSB psychophants give support to such Wagnerites and then merge when something really happens and simply hand them over, this is nothing surprising to me. Although the Wagner private military company were surprised themselves, they thought that they had some kind of curators, but these curators simply fucked them over like lebeds and used them. Like uh, rubber products two, number two, no more, no less. Rubber product, uh, rubber product number two is a condom, by the way, in all the, all the Russian slang. And this is the worst part. I, I have to talk about Zdanok too later on, but, but I just really have to split this in two parts because, oh wow, 
But yeah, this is the fun part. These are the same guys who are laughing out loud about, you know, every every time, every every time, you know, okay, like opposition journalists were arrested, uh, when someone died, when crimes were committed, they were like, yeah, you know, enjoy this heavy hand of the Oman. Oman is always right, all this bullshit, right? But now, after the Insider article, uh, we found out there is an article because of this, because of their commander going to Moscow. They posted more videos, the dumb fucks. Where they post about how they've been beaten up using electroshockers. They've been beaten up and humiliated and forced to, like, you know, sit on the bottle. And, and, and they've been, like, tortured just because, you know, they, they had the guts to arrest someone who apparently is in contact with higher-ups in this so-called Lukas People's Republic and try to stop something. And I mean, I, I, lo I love when this is happening. I wish, I wish like, they all suffer somehow. But it's just so funny. Like, they, 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 this is, this is like true kleptocracy. And, you know, previously, and the Z channels, by the way, are all silent about this. Most of them. Because so those of the, those of them, those of, those of whom spoke about this, they've been told to shut up. I know from my sources, they've been told to shut up. They've been told to not mention this. Do not do this because, you know, the, the, the very few two people who wrote about this have been told themselves that if they follow up on this and just mention this ever that the very same destiny is going to ha happen to them as happened to these Va ex-Wagnerites, right? So that it's it's going to it's, it's going all hush hush because Russia truly is the state of criminals and complete fucking bespridel. That there is hundred percent true. I don't I don't even know how to how to put it otherwise. This was the dumbest thing I've heard. But yeah, later on, you see, we have Europarliament Deputy Zdanaka, which, which I want to talk about. That's going to happen in my evening, but I just, I just couldn't. I, I just couldn't. Like, and why do they even record this? And, and this is all documented, recorded, proofs, confessions, evidence, everything. No, it's the criminals who get away and the guys, you know, surprised who fight for this Russian world. They're the ones who are now gonna get arrested and beaten up because their commander decided to go and complain. I, I I wouldn't be even surprised if Moscow is involved in this at all. Oh boy. Today I don't think we'd have to mention that happiness is mandatory. Happiness is just there because this is just insanity. <laughs> but yeah, if you listen to this and you enjoy episodes like this one or just in general, please consider supporting our show on Patreon, patreon.com slash eastern border. Uh, please do. Today is an especially good day for this because you know. People will be charged uh, on, on February the 1st. We're preparing for a wedding with, with Evita. And trying to just do the best for you. I, you are my, after all, you're my employers. I don't, um, I'm not employed by anyone else. ACOS just transfers some ads on, on some countries, but I don't do any, you know, Raid Shadow Legends, any, any, any of that stuff. So please consider supporting the show. And if you don't like Patreon, I'm also Coffee. Just look up Coffee, the Eastern Border. Or if you listen to this via some application, ACOST also tells you to click the, the button there. You can you can um, maybe aid me there. Or you can just go to the easternborder.lv and click the donate button there. Or if you want to support me in some other way, please do contact me. Please do contact me because, you know, it matters. It, it's, not, it's not just the financial things, which we do. And I know that there are hard times because I have been losing some Patreons lately because the economy is difficult. But, you know, that's my job, which is why I have to monetize. But it's not just about that. It's also about just, just the fact that I just like to hear from you sometimes, even on Discord or everywhere. And I like to know that maybe I'm doing something useful. So yeah. Das Vidanya, Tvarish, and...
what the hell happiness is mandatory ah this is amazing